is The MS Show, the weekly podcast for people impacted by multiple sclerosis and home of the MS Action Takers. I'm Bron Webster and I've been living with MS over 25 years. Together with MS experts and real life people with MS, I'll be sharing tips and stories that will help when the MS gets real and inspire you to be an MS action taker and get in charge of your MS life. Are you part of a winning MS team? So there's lots of talk about groups and teams and what prompted me to think about this for today's podcast was when I've been involved with um, a research fellow who's developing some um, education programs and we were talking about where does teamwork come into things and it's just really got me thinking about it and um, thought you know what this is it's actually a podcast episode so that's that's where this has come from and Let's just give it a little bit of thought. So there are many different areas where we might think about the MS, our MS team. And I think the first one is being on your own personal, let's call it your home team. And day to day, who is in it with you? And we're thinking about our MS and who's part of our personal team, helping us on a day-to-day basis with things at home, maybe a partner, maybe you've got children who are helping you, or maybe it's your parents. And where does, where do you fit into this team with other people? And while we're thinking about this whole group of people, this team that's supporting us in our MS lives, we might have the health and fitness team. So we might have um, a therapist, we might have a personal trainer, we might have um, all kinds of people supporting us to do different things. What about if you're working So who's on your work team, your working with MS team? So obviously you're the person going to work, but then who, when you're at your place of work or you're doing whatever it is you're doing, who is there supporting you? Who is helping occupational health? Um, They can often help you. So if you're employed, they can often help with your working situation. They can help with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis, if you need adjustments to be made. So your occupational health person is going to be the first port of call for all of that. But thinking about your work team, where does your manager fit in it? And who's leading the work team in your life, in your MS life? So your manager might be your manager, but who's in charge of your MS at work, who is really taking the lead on that? And it can be so, so difficult to be that person that's always having to ask for something or try to make people consider things 
or let's try this way of doing things. Maybe that will make it simpler. So it's just getting a, a handle on who are these people and what is your role. And if you're not the person that's leading that team at work, as in the team for your MS, who is and what does it take for you to be able to change things? And then let's think about if you've got uh, your medical team. So the, the obvious starting point is when you think about your medical team, you'll think about your MS nurse, you might think about your neurologist, but also there's your GP. There might be people that are helping you with specific treatments. So I know I go to see a, a urinary nurse and she helps me with all that side of life. Um, so yeah, there's a really, really wide team of people that could be involved in being a part of your medical team. I don't know about you, but I tend to put everything through my MS nurse and um, it can feel sometimes as though it's just a barrage of uh, my latest symptom or my latest request to be on a new drug. And I just feel for her sometimes. I just think she's, if she's getting all of these emails coming in from all of her MS patients, she's going to have so much, so much else to do. Um, but at the end of the day, that team of people who are out there, their job exists because of us. That job exists because I have MS and they're there to help me. So how do we play the role that we want to play within that medical team. I think the people that want to play an active part in it, I for one want to be the person who is leading my health team, my medical team. So I want to know what's happening. I want to be involved in decision making. I want to talk about the things I want to talk about. And I want to be able to get certain things excluded. So I, for example, I did not want, categorically did not want my neurologist to tell me that I was secondary progressive in my, uh, in my categorization of my MS. Number one, because it's stripping away the hope that I've got for being able to have an active future psychologically, if somebody's telling me that I've reached a progressive phase. And number two, I actually don't believe in calling them different phases. I believe that I've been diagnosed with MS and you've been diagnosed with MS. And knowing which type of MS it is, whether it's primary progressive or whether or not it's rapidly evolving or secondary progressive or primary progressive or relapse and remitting, I just think that's not serving a purpose. So I was really... I was really quite regimented when I said, do not let me see a letter that says this person has got secondary progressive MS. I said, because it's not going to help me in any way, shape or form. Over time, I've come to a sort of accept it more and more. But I still don't really want to acknowledge everything that goes with it. Um, but what I don't know about you, what I find is that there's lots of letters get sent backwards and forwards and they all tend to end up in my GP's office and again my GP's not sitting there my GP's not looking at what's happening um, and you know they're not 
keeping track of things. And I think because they're not sitting and necessarily reading every communication, I personally think that we do have a responsibility to ourselves to be the person that is kind of spearheading what's happening with all the different parts of this team. Now, I know that there are people that, for various reasons with MS, whether it's a case of maybe cognitive uh, decline or whether it's a case of reduced inclination due to fatigue, it might be necessary to get somebody else involved to help, to get somebody to advocate for you, for me. So I think the medical team, knowing that the GP cannot keep an eye on everything and knowing that the neurologist will know what the neurologist is dealing with but might not know what the specialist continence nurse is doing for me um, I feel the need to keep track of things so I personally think that I'm leading my MS team from a medical perspective as well but I don't know how you feel about that because it's it's quite daunting to think about. So I'd be interested to hear what you think. So the third team is that wider team of other people with MS because you don't know until you know, until you get MS. I don't think you get it. And there's this wider group of people with MS who they're out there, and they might be, where would you find them? I don't know, places like your local MS society or maybe at um, an MS therapy centre. But there's also online communities. There are Facebook groups. There's so many different ways to do this. There's the Shift MS charity that run a community. Um, I know that the MS society are relaunching their online community I think that's just about being finalised now. And I just wonder, what part do you play in this wider other people with MS team? What part do you play? Do you want to be in contact with other people with MS? I know when I was in the first few years, there was nothing that I dreaded more than talking to other people with MS. You know, fair dues. If somebody who's newly diagnosed does not want to get involved with other people. I totally understand that. And that when the time is right, there are people out there who are happy to share stories, to support you. Um, and I think it can be really beneficial, but only when the time is right for you. But being part of this wider MS team, this is where we have the chance to make a real difference to MS lives. So we have the opportunity to get involved in petitions through the charities, get involved in changing drug companies' uh, attitudes and procedures. So I think that being part of this wider team can just give us a home, can just give us something to latch onto. And I know I found when I left work, and I hadn't got that as a massive distraction any longer, that actually being part of this wider team, reading the things in the MS Trust, 
having a look at things that were on Facebook groups. It all just made me feel a little bit part of something else. So I'd love to hear what sort of wider MS team you're a member of. Um, and then have you got any other interests and any other teams that you're part of that are really there in relation to your MS? So are you a part of um, a sportability team? Maybe you do a uh, sport that has got other team members. Maybe you go to uh, aquarobics class for people with MS. So I'm just really interested to find out from you what else you're involved in. Because I think being part of a team, not only does it make us feel that we have other people, we can talk to other people, we can rely on other people. It gives us that sense of belonging. But not only that, it puts the onus on us to actually take whatever action and participate in that team in whatever way we feel able and we feel driven to do. But I would really, really love to hear about all your MS teams and what you're involved in, where you found them. Are you leading them or are they just supporting you and they're actually doing all the leading because you've not really got the interest maybe or you've not got the space or the capacity to do any of the leading for yourself. So I'll leave that with you and have a think around teams and teamwork and teamwork in your MS life. And then if you would be so good as to send me an email and it's hello at multiplesuccess.co.uk and just tell me about your MS teams and what you think works for you. Thank you for listening. Thanks so much for listening to today's MS show. Please, can you help to grow the audience? If you can subscribe, rate, review this podcast, it all helps. And if you'd like to get in touch or just send me an email, you can do that by emailing hello at multiplesuccess.co.uk. The address will also be in the show notes.